WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the program on this Wednesday night. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. If you missed any of the program, check out the podcast. Subscribe, download. You get all the hours broken down nicely for you. You can listen to whenever you want. It's just the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, also check out the Six Rings and Football Things podcast and hashtag dork. All there for you. All free. Listen whenever the hell you want. And uh, Fitzy, we've been doing this now a couple of months. Uh, kind of inspired by Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is in the final season on uh, HBO. It's Can I Get a Ruling, where we ask uh, questions that pop up in our uh, day-to-day lives that might not have the easiest answer out there. So uh, I know I have at least one good one tonight. What do you? But I'll have you start. What do you got? All right, I got a, I got a couple, okay. and I mean, I have so many of our that we've bandied about in recent weeks. I've had people come up to me about, and it's yeah. just lived in my mind. <laughs> Um, but this one happened last Saturday. So I took the 11 year old to his final rec league basketball game and about a quarter, like after the first quarter, uh, I was sitting with the parents of the other kids on the team and the in-laws show up and they always like showing up to the flag footballs and the rec league mm-hmm, basketball mm-hmm. to support. And they sit down in front of us. Okay. And as my father-in-law, my mother-in-law sits down in front of me, my father-in-law just to the left of me right in front. And as he sits down it was very chilly that day. He uh, adjusts himself, takes off his gloves, and he puts them down between himself and my mother-in-law. And I immediately look down and I go, <gasps> they were my gloves. And he, these have been... Hold on a second. <laughs> he took your gloves like a well, long time ago? These have been gloves I've been missing for years. Years these, ago he took these, these are gloves? Sure, these are not... I love, I love these gloves so much. <laughs> they may even been my dad's. I've had them forever. Oh, my God. They're, suede, they're passed down? These gloves suede, are passed down to you? Sherpa... Like, That's unbelievable. Sherpa-lined suede gloves that are just good in any and all conditions. They look sharp, keep yep. your hands infinitely warm. Yeah. But I think what happened is... I wore them to his house and I left them there. Yeah. Couldn't find him. No. I think he finds them a year or two later and has now co-opted them and made them his. They're his gloves now. Ah, damn. I would say they are for sure his gloves now would be my. If I was giving you a ruling, if I was the alderman <laughs> in this scenario, <laughs> Good call I that. think if it was. That's what everyone. Two or so three I've, months, I think. Like, say you went to like a Christmas party and you left him there. He was like, I don't know. These must be mine. And he was still wearing them within the same cold season. I think you'd be like, oh, my God, I've been looking for those. And he's like, ah, whatever. I've worn them like five times. No. He's worn them for years. These I've are his I've never seen gloves. them. What if he just found them in the bottom of a closet? I love these gloves. But I've asked my wife. I've asked local friends. Yep. Uh, the fire department. I'm bringing, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing it up to the Can I Get a Ruling panel yep. on the Rich Keefe show. Stiz, what Everyone do you think? Has, Everyone, no, everyone said the same thing. Well, it's funny because there's obviously like a limit, right? So like gloves, uh, even though Nick is saying that these are a nice pair That's of gloves. That's a nice set right? of gloves, yeah. What if I left my hoodie at your house, right? A year goes by, it's a $80 hoodie. Mm. And now I see you wearing and my And my 78-year-old nice father-in-law is going to start wearing <laughs> well, my you know, father-in-law, friend, whatever. What you if know, he started wearing my Paul Pierce jersey and he's wearing the Paul Pierce jersey all around the house? <laughs> I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, that might be mine. He's like, this one? 
pretty see, sure it's mine. See, my approach would be You're like uh, you do it funny. <laughs> so you like you make a joke out of you it. You do it like, funny. Oh, look at those! Those gloves look awfully nice. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, I know. I found them in the house one day." <laughs> he just no sells it. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've had these. I've had these a couple years now. You're like, you son of a. I feel like gloves is kind of the perfect one though, because like to, to Stiz's point, a sweatshirt is too outlandish to be like, "Oh, I found these. These are mine." Like, if I had a pair of gloves that maybe even looked kind of like a pair of gloves that I had, and they were in my house, yeah. and they only fit me, I'd be like, ah, these must be mine. Like, I don't, you know, I don't really think about it that oh, yeah. much. Uh, other articles of clothing, I don't think you could pull that really off with. Like slacks or, you know, <laughs> pair of jeans. Like, that's not going to happen. Maybe a yeah. coat. Like, when did I purchase these coats? Like, you know, he's 77, yeah. 78, so he's not going to. It's almost like, like a oh, scarf. I've, I haven't seen these coats. No, a yeah, scarf. That's a perfect I've never example. worn a scarf, but I'm going to say for people that are scarf people, you'd be like, yeah, that one looks kind of like one that I had, and it was laying around in the house, so it must be mine. Because buddies of mine have definitely left, like, a hat. Yeah, a hat, yeah. But a hat's usually, like, broken in and fit to a person. You can't wear somebody else's hat and be like, I think this is my hat. Yeah, like no a, but, like, a, sometimes you write the name on the inside of the baseball cap. Yeah. Um. If you if it's like a winter's knit cap, you know mm. that could be oh a nice cap. Where'd you get that? Oh, you know, I just found it. Like, found oh, it really? It's got the name of the place I work on it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you found it in the house. How do you think it got in the house? What if he gave you a story that you knew was alive? He's like, oh yeah, I just bought these at uh, Marshalls Ooh, last week. That'd be pretty good. See, that's why I should have said like, wow, that's a snappy pair of gloves. Where'd you get those? Yeah, I you should really have... should. I should. Damn it. That's what you got to do. Just to see his response. Hey, I like those was... gloves. And then just, yeah, I'd be fascinated to hear what he comes up with. Like, I know for a fact those were mine. In fact, those were my father's before me. <laughs> I even felt like Larry David would have just taken the gloves. Yeah, true. Yeah. Would have, would have found a way to, like, distract him at the game, and then you would have had the gloves. What a big reveal if on Twitch Fitz, he just put his hands up, and he's got both gloves on. <laughs> it was me. I stole the gloves. Yeah, no, that's a good one. All right, so I got one that uh, I feel like is a no-brainer, but my wife feels different. So uh, I have two daughters, Brag, and when we go out in, like, certain places, like today we were at the mall. We're breaking up the day, school vacation for the four-year-old. It's always vacation for the one-year-old. So (laughs) we're just – we're out and about trying to break up the day. We're in the mall. Before we leave the mall, my four-year-old has to go to the bathroom. So – I take her into the men's room and try to, like, quickly get into, like, a stall and have her go to the bathroom and then quickly get out of there. And uh, so I was telling my wife, because I'm like, she, go, she goes to the bathroom like, all the time when we're in public and we always have to find bathrooms. And my wife goes, you bring her in the men's room? I was like, yeah. I'm like, where, where do you recommend that I go? She's like, I don't know. I think you, you probably should go in the women's room. I'm like, you think that I can go in the women's room? She's like, well, what if she sees something in there? I'm like, she might. I go to the Wild West in there. I don't know what's going on. There's all kinds. Of, everything's wet. There's guys walking in and out. And like, you don't know what's happening in there. But I'm like, if I walked into the women's room with two little girls, I get thrown out of there so fast. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's way you definitely you never, can't. I for sure no, can't go in no there. Way. She's like, I don't know. I think you can. I'm like, I can't. So every no. like, there are a few places that have like a family bathroom, and there's like. Only one toilet, and there's like a lock on the door. Those are the best places because you go in there. I can even wheel the one year old in there on the stroller, and we're good. Yep. It's a handicap free handicap. Oh my god, the men's yeah. one. That's re- you don't you really don't know what you're gonna get. Uh, sounds and the smells for the yeah. poor four year old. Like where the hell else am I supposed to go? I feel you like can't. I'm kind of stuck. 
dad, uh, yeah, no, girl dad. That is like girl hashtag girl dad. That problems. is big time girl dad. I stuff. What do you do? Leave that. the one year old out there in the hallway, just sitting in the stroller. Hey, hold down the <laughs> yeah. fort. You stay out here. You watch the carriage. You watch the shopping carriage when we're groceries, and then I'm gonna run her in fast. Uh, or like, because she's not, she's four, so I don't know what age she can just go in there by herself. And I'm like, I'll wait outside. Mm-hmm. She probably, honestly, could, but like, I don't know. I'm not taking my chances. Could be a weird can't, can't, kindergarten can't do that. She's probably okay, but it's the other people you can't. Right, that's the thing. Yeah. So, like, at least, yeah, you're thinking five or six. I mean, she's four yeah. right now. But I'd say, five, I'd say five and up, but, like, I mean, the poor thing, like, me, like then you've got to, like, you got to get her in there, try to whisk her into a stall. But I know guys, at being one of them, yep. and, you know, like, men's public restrooms, like, the stalls are just disasters. It's, a, it's so gross. They're biohazards. They're awful. Yeah, no, I know. And so, oh, Poor thing, ugh. Yeah, so we just try to make it as quick as possible. But my wife was like, "Why don't you go in the women's room?" I'm like, I, well, "There's no way." What? So I can end up on the news? Yeah, I'm like that. I think that's probably a lot worse. But yeah. who knows? <laughs> Last time Rich Keefe ever gets allowed in the Burlington Mall. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. What else do you have? All right. Um, okay. So a friend was telling me recently that they they have an issue when they visit. Um, his sister and brother-in-law uh, in Chicago, and the main issue is the, the wonderful host, great mm-hmm. time, et cetera, et cetera. The one problem is the husband is like Mocha Joe from Curb Your Enthusiasm, like thinks he has the greatest coffee in the world. Got it. And not only is the coffee very mediocre, but he – no, he buys nice coffee. He – but he only uses, like, he fills the basket up a quarter of the way and makes a full pot. So he makes, like, coffee water. And it's awful. And these people love, like myself, oh. drinking like two cups of strong coffee every day. So <sighs> what I recommended was bringing some. So when you fly to Chicago, you get to O'Hare, you bring a couple of empty water vessels, like some thermoses, et cetera, <laughs> St- some Stanley, uh, yeah, yeah. what they call them, Stanley, Stanley cups. Mm-hmm. And then you get some nice hot Starbucks at the airport, fill it up. And then when you go back there, you don't let him see that he pours the coffee every morning. You take his coffee, you Dump toss it. that in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. you refill <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of extra work, but if it's that bad, so the wife got busted. <laughs> you said she tried it. She did. No, they both did it. Oh, so the husband, my buddy, okay. he was able to do it, and he didn't get caught. However, his wife, who's the sister, did she get there, caught dumping the coffee or pouring in the new one? Pour, but microwaving the new one. Oh my. <laughs> Why are you using the microwave? Oh, no reason. I'm doing a science project. <laughs> Perfectly hot coffee. <laughs> yeah. I literally just brewed that. You should be good. I like it hot. I like it real hot. <laughs> this isn't hot enough. Like, I just made that. Yeah. She yeah, got that's totally tough. busted, and that turned into a whole, like... Well, how long are it, they staying there? Like, three days. Because I was going to say, like at least lo- one of the days, you could be like... Hey, I'm going out and like I'm going to a coffee place and I'll bring coffees back. You could do that. I'll bring donuts and muffins. No, it's like isn't G- isn't Eugene's coffee good? <laughs> True, but if you're like oh, but I'm getting like I'm also going to bring back bagels and muffins and donuts, and I oh I just so happen to get a coffee. But yeah, you can't do that three straight days. I mean, so does that thing like are you like you're allowed to do whatever you want? But like you're, you're at the risk up, of offending, America. Some, yeah. Right, but like at the risk of offending someone, would you go th- that length? I couldn't go three days no. drinking like coffee water, like clear, like the kind of wa- like coffee you can <laughs> see through. No, no, I couldn't. Although I'm not a hot coffee guy at all, so that'd be my out. But I got to go get it. I'm not going to put this on ice. I'm not going to wait. So I got to go. Stiz, what do you think? Ah, 
I don't know. That's a... I think you just have to kind of suck yeah, it up. I think you just suck it up. No. Because you don't. your relationship's not good enough to be like, your coffee kind of sucks. <laughs> your coffee kind of sucks. Because like, I have like plenty of friends that if their coffee was terrible, I'd just be like, I'm not drinking your coffee. It's trash. And they'd be like, all right, whatever. Ah, screw you. Like, yeah, that'd be it. One time I was at uh, my girlfriend's uh, father's house, and in the morning they had coffee and only milk. I'm not milk in my coffee. I need what do you like, put in your coffee? Is it like anything sweet. Oh, okay. They yeah, don't have I sugar? To... No. Uh, even Stiz the milk. puts half of a coffee mate in like, like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable yeah. how much he pours yeah, in there. Dude. You should put enough milk in there, you'll be you'll be in good shape. They 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 live in a house without sugar? No, they probably had sugar, but the milk, I don't like the milk. Right. It, it doesn't even give me the color consistency okay. that I like. Stiz, it's coffee. milk. That's what's in cream. That's kind of what it does. Like half and half. What do you think half of the half and half is? I know. What is the other half? <laughs> Heavy cream? It's cream and it's cream and milk. Yeah, no, I need the cream. All right. It gives it a weird I'd save taste. that <laughs> I know. I think I'm going to and step on it. Like, all right. Very good. Yeah, so there's uh, Can I Get a Ruling? And uh, Another good one. Yeah. No, that and was gloves. another good one. We got a lot of people, st- uh, Fitzy, on the text line saying you should have stole them the gloves back oh. and then claimed that you found them in your house. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh yeah, there's a lot of good ones. This can be like a running gag. I am I'm 100% next time I know I'm going to see him with those gloves on in the next week to week and a half and I got to say like, man, those yeah. are some nice shots. Another guy gloves, another guy is convinced that my wife's just trying to get me into trouble. <laughs> that <laughs> could be that man could brings be two true. girls into bed into yeah, because that, room. That's clearly you yeah. can't do that and she's like, "No, I think maybe you should." Yeah, no, I I for sure can't. I don't know. I don't know why. Absolutely, I for sure. I know that I can. I know. I'm not going to try it. I know that. I, I know that I cannot. Absolutely cannot. All right, we got grab bag coming up next. But right now, here is Stiz with what's trending. Your home of the socks. Now here's what's trending on Weei. All right, let's get you caught up with what's trending now before. One last time before we get out of here, the Patriots held press conferences today to introduce their new coaches. Gerard Mayo kicked things off, followed by new defensive coordinator Demarcus Covington, new offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, and Jeremy Springer as the new special teams coordinator. Here's a little bit from Coach Mayo. Yeah, the process uh, it was definitely a learning experience. Uh, I've interviewed people in the past before for other jobs, uh, but this one was a little bit different. But it was it was exciting, and I felt like I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Uh, from the coaches that came in and interviewed that didn't get hired. Uh, hopefully they had a, a good uh, sense of what we're trying to build here. Um, but it was it was good. It was good. Patriots have 17 new coaches in total. Bruins' four-game road trip out west begins tonight. They're in Edmonton taking on the Oilers. Puck drops a little less than an hour at 10 o'clock. Edmonton currently on an eight-game win streak. Both teams have 33 wins on the season. Linus Allmark will be in the net for your Boston Bruins. Also, some Bruins milestones approaching. Jim Montgomery, he's closing in on 100 wins, currently at 98. Brad Marchand closing in on 400 goals. He's currently at 397. And Pasternak coming up on 700 points. He's currently at 697. According to Chris Cotillo, the Red Sox have shown interest in former Yankees slugger Gio Urshela. Urshela's a free agent. He's been looking for his next opportunity after spending 2023 with the Angels. Also, Sox right-hander Brian Bayo told reporters today that he is engaged in contract discussions with the Red Sox and that they are more or less close to a new deal. And the Celtics and the rest of the NBA, they'll be back at it tomorrow night. The Celtics will be in Chicago taking on the Bulls. Xavier Tillman, he's no longer on the injury report. And Jaden Springer, 
has been updated to questionable. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Key Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEI, Fitzy Wednesday, a full tank program for you tonight. We do have a... uh, we stumbled upon a same-game parlay for tonight's Bruins-Oilers game. We got uh, Bruins money line over six and a half goals and a Connor McDavid anytime goal. So I got my eyes on that. Mm-hmm. Be locked and loaded on that later $83 on. $83 for a $10, a mere $10 That's investment. nothing to sneeze at. If you don't need $83, then God bless you. You're doing something right. All right, let's, uh, let's get to this. It's time for Right, former first round pick and Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel did a uh, interview on I think it's the Shay Shay podcast, the Shannon Sharp show. I mean, it's not a podcast, the show Shannon Sharp show. There's a lot of video of it. A lot of the quotes are making the rounds, talking about his life. Now there was the documentary out there on him, untold. Uh, yeah, that the untold, untold Netflix one. thing, which is fine. I thought I thought it was pretty good, but it wasn't like anything groundbreaking or anything like that. Uh, a couple of notes in there that I certainly didn't know. How about Johnny Manziel talking about Brian Hoyer? What? One of his teammates when he first got into the league. Of course, he was only in uh, the league a couple of seasons. But his rookie year, Brian Hoyer was on the team. And here's what he had to say about that. Because of Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer had been waiting on opportunity to be able to go really provide for his family, get an opportunity. And he saw how much of an upper hand he had on me, mm-hmm. and he didn't hold back when it came to that. So there was instances in the quarterback room early on where I would ask the same question a couple times, and he'd be at the head of the table and go, again? We're doing this again? Wow. Keep him out of it, right? right? Let's just cut that off. And I don't have a bad word to say about Brian Hoyer. That is just fact of what happened in that room. So when that happens, so if we were to ask another quarterback that's in that room, go ask Connor Shaw. Go ask Connor Shaw, who played at South Carolina and was with us in Cleveland. Go ask him how Brian Hoyer was in that room. Go ask Dow Loggins for me because of Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer had been all right. So then it keeps going on, but I don't. I mean, what do you think? For obviously Johnny Manziel, I don't know how many people are going to just trust everything Johnny Manziel says. He seems to be passionate about it and it makes sense to me i mean there's brian hoyer not every veteran quarterback likes working with a young quarterback especially one that's going to take his job hoyer probably also looked at it as though even though manziel's a first round pick there's like a decent chance of this not working out for him and this could work out for him but do you first of all do you believe manziel 100 percent. yeah i a thousand and ten percent and if you're brian hoyer you came into the league in 2009 yep now you have a chance to start and they're going to waste it on this. And he could obviously tell, like, Manziel was famous for not looking at the playbook, yeah. improvising his plays, not doing his game prep, not watching tape, not doing his homework. And don't forget, Hoyer, before he blew his knee out in that first season where he got to start for the Browns, was really good. 
He went three and zero. He went three and zero in twenty thirteen, and then he ended up starting most of the games in twenty fourteen, where he went seven and six with Cleveland. He blew his knee out in twenty thirteen on a Thursday night football scramble, I believe. Um, So it doesn't surprise me in the least because that was him at his best, or at least I imagine when he thought he had a chance to be an impact starter in the league. And here's Johnny Manziel, just quite frankly, dicking around. But it's also one of those things where if you have the young quarterback. Everybody's like, oh, you got to get the veteran quarterback in there to sort of mentor him. It's like, yeah, but you got to get the right veteran quarterback, you know. And so somebody like Jacoby Brissett, like I don't think Jacoby Brissett would view Jaden Daniels that way. Or, you know, like it depends on who you're bringing in and like how much they'll help him. So, like that's one thing that most likely the Patriots are going to have to uh get into like last year they didn't have any veteran quarterbacks they just had mac jones and bailey zappy so mac jones was actually the guy that was in the league longer so like that was a mess from jump street i think you need sort of the right mix now yes you want the just the stud player and then it doesn't really matter right tom brady can have anybody as his teammate sure but for some of these other guys that are kind of growing up in it like i'm not saying if brian hoyer was helpful johnny manzel would still be in the league but i think his first couple seasons in the league probably would have been a little bit smoother or at least would have had a better chance of it well, don't you think also that Brian Hoyer would have taken Johnny Manziel more seriously if Johnny Manziel took the game seriously and didn't Touché. come in there? Yep. You know, a booze bag full of nonsense who just partied and, you know, was probably. falling asleep on, you know, geese in pools? Yeah. Yes, probably. He yeah. also had some interesting stuff to say, apparently, on Kevin Sumlin. I don't know if, I don't think people around here would care about it, but at A&M, and he was talking about how Manziel was a big reason why Kyler Murray went to A&M. But then, like, Sumlin, like, was the reason why, like, he couldn't keep him there. And Murray ended up going on to Oklahoma and winning the Heisman and everything else. But all that sort of, like, inside college football stuff is kind of fascinating to me. Love grab it. Back. Whoa, cheapers. That was a quick grab bag. How about the news that the TD Garden is now going to be enforcing a new bag policy for games and events? People now have to have bags that are six inches or less. <laughs> yeah, it's not going over well. No, people are, people are a little hot about it. Yeah, but what you can bring into the garden, I get it. That seems like well, what can you? I mean, at that point, you have you? to be wearing everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, are diaper bags excluded if you happen to have Lils with you at that yeah. point? Like, what if you just, I don't know, just want? I'm like, you can't obviously bring a snack, but just what can you bring in? Like, um, here's like an old checkbook case I'm holding up. I'm right gonna here say, Twitch, like, like it's not even a full size clutch. Yeah, like, like some you, of these phones, you wouldn't be able to bring in. <laughs> like they wouldn't fit in the you bag. You literally couldn't yeah. bring in an Apple fifteen iPhone Pro. Yeah, no, wouldn't you? Wouldn't be allowed. And I, that. I always wonder, like, what if you're taking public transportation, right? So, like, you're say, you know, oh, we're gonna go to a Celtics game tonight. Let's yeah, make right. a day of it in Boston. You know, nope. Leave your bag outside and hope it's there. <laughs> Better go across the street to like halftime or tavern in the square and see if they have a locker. No, or buy their twenty dollar uh, custom bag now that they'll sell you at the at the gift which pro is shop. the exact right size. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, no, no, seriously. That's yeah, that's what they said. You can buy their twenty dollar uh, see through bag, clear bag. Can't, can't do anything. Can't do anything nope. anymore. Can't do nothing. Everyone's talking about grab bag. I would agree. Apple has a new sports app. Fitzy, what do you think about the old? Yeah, did you see that? Apple? I saw it pop up on my thing because again, I had to fork over the ten bucks. For Apple TV Plus, just to watch the Patriots dynasty, but oh, you I did saw the finally, yeah, no, 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 I did right away. I did the first night because I canceled it a while ago because they jacked the price, they doubled the price, so I was like, I'm not watching anything on this. So I now remember. I am. So yeah, so I'm watching it right out of the shoot. But I see on the side they're promoting all kinds of stuff, including the the sports app. 
There it is. I'm, I'm, I just hit the get button right there and then uh, Apple Sports. So basically what we're talking about now is like an app that is tuned in. It's a people are calling it a better version of the ESPN app with real time sports score updates. It, it supposedly early reviews say it has the best interface uh, of course, next to the Odyssey. You can't well, Odyssey won, and then yeah, after that, maybe Apple. Because like ESPN, I've always had issues with ESPN, and they've even tinkered with it, and I feel like they've made it worse over the years. So like, if you, you need something, th- there was room in this field to uh, improve upon it. So yes. I'll probably I, give it a Apparently, go. the early reviews are that this is excellent and that everyone's going to have this open to be able to keep up with, like, you know, and there's not NFL in there now, but they're going to add it by the time the season starts as well. So I have a feeling this will be the number one sports app in no time. Uh, yeah, I think you might be right. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Uh, also, it looks like, and this is something they've been pushing a lot on Apple TV because they have the uh, MLS deal. Yeah. But uh, Messi, apparently uh, even maybe bigger than we thought he was going to be coming over here. There was a uh, tweet earlier today. Uh, Joe Pompliano, who uh, has a ton of followers in a sports newsletter. Sports biz guy. Yeah, 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 sports biz guy. He says, uh, Messi's second season with Inter Milan kicks off tonight, yet he's already had a huge impact on the club despite only making 14 appearances last year. The Inter Milan valuation in 2023 was $600 million, which is actually even more than I thought it would be. In 2024, over $1 billion. So... Yeah, that is the messy effect and then some. That's 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 like to to people that wonder if Shohei Otani was worth the investment that the Dodgers made. When you have an international star that people will travel from all over yeah. excuse me, all over the world to see, it doesn't matter how much you pay, you're going to make it back up. The fact that the team has doubled their doubled their value in just over a year's time and that they're selling out on the road and at home and jersey sales like he's already made them it's crazy, three times the value yeah. of the contract. And that contract is the one that I was saying last year is what should be used going forward as a template in all leagues. Like, hey, if you think I'm this good, Patrick Mahomes should be like, you know what? I'll take 5% of my jersey sales and I'll take this and I'll take that because he's that big a draw and he's that important to the team. Oh, plus, he's, I think he scored his... I, shot that I just saw 15 minutes ago that he put on tonight was absolutely sick. So did he score tonight? I think so. Oh, because I saw that there was on certain places you could, uh, it was like plus 100. They boosted it for him to score a goal. I thought about doing it, and I should have. Uh, yeah, he did. Son of a gun. No, Ro- no, I'm sorry. Robert Taylor did. His his shot was blocked. So. Oh, okay. All right. I guess they also added Luis Suarez, too, to his team. They're not favored to win the MLS Cup. So you mentioned his contract. Part of Messi's contract reportedly is $20-plus million annually from the club, an option to purchase equity in the club, Revenue share from new MLS Apple TV subs and profit sharing from Adidas based on uh, shirt sales. So, yeah, yeah he's doing all right. Yeah, Plus the, do- the insane money he was making when he was playing over uh, in Europe. Right. So this is sort of like the deal Beckham got. And that was ultimately while Beckham was way past his prime when he came over to play for the L.A. Galaxy. It was mm-hmm. still a profitable deal for them. He buys into a franchise. Now, mm-hmm. Messi will buy into a franchise. When he's all done as well. And I, I tell you, you know, it'll be a scene April 27th, the one Revs game that'll be a complete sellout of July. So sellout, and then that's some. gonna be yeah. sick. Definitely. Show party. Grab bag. 
Yeah, I'd like to go down to that, but that's the problem is so would everybody else. So <laughs> we'll see. Hey, maybe it'll help to uh, know some people that are on the radio with you right now. You it know what I'm saying? just might. Hey, well, speaking you. of the revolution, they are in action tonight. CONCACAF Champions Cup mm. uh, against a team from Panama, and they have a 1-0 lead in the 70th minute. Here we go, so Revs. Revs off to a hot start. They sent in those uh, Boston Tea Party kits for me and Stiz. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, just beautiful items. Love that. I'll be wearing that uh, quite a bit. Uh, what's in the Grab bag. Dune 2 is getting great reviews. Uh, my buddies at the Mac and Goo podcast already had a chance to see it. They Did they? Yes, they, uh, they loved it quite a bit. And so, yeah, I can't wait. This comes out in theaters, what, first weekend in March. So March 1st. Okay, March 1st. It comes out. I loved the first one. The first one was great, but it's clearly like a sort of a setup to to this one. But I'm all in on Dune Part Two. I was stunned. How, I'm having never read the book. Didn't give a flip about the same the David Lynch 1985 one. Um, I thought the first movie was spectacular. I mean, Denny Villeneuve is right. Is that only it? good Villeneuve. movies? Villeneuve. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Only makes good movies. Yep. Uh, unbelievable director. And the fact that most of the reviews are saying that this one blows the first one out of the water, like. All in. All in. Yeah, I can't wait. So I'm excited for that. That should be one of the movies of the year. Some are already calling it the Madam Web. (laughs) Yes, the Madam Web of of film. The hills fill my heart with the sound of music. Grab bag. Eric Hosmer retired. Grab bag. Let's wish a happy birthday to Anthony Daniels. Happy 78th birthday to... Anthony Daniels, of course, uh, C-3PO in the original Star Wars films. Did you know I saw a little stat today from one of my favorite follows? Uh, I follow way too many of those, like Land of the 80s and Children of Time (laughs) and like Nostalgia Nerds. Yep. uh, Land of the 80s tweeted out today, Happy birthday to Anthony Daniels, better known by the character he portrays C-3PO from Mm -hmm. the Star Wars franchise. Mm -hmm. He's the only actor... To have appeared in all of the episodic films in the series, as well as its many spinoffs, TV shows, video games, etc. He is the connective tissue. He is the wow. one. Yeah, I was just looking at that now. I guess I didn't realize that. I thought at some point they might have somebody else in there. So yeah, it's either like his physical appearance or his voice has been in mm-hmm. everything Star Wars. In fact, basically his entire filmography is Star Wars. It's got to be known for something. I'd rather be known for Star Wars. That's not bad. It's not bad. He was in all the Star Warses. Pretty crazy. Man, C-3PO. That's got to pay pretty well, I would think, over time. All those movies. You get even just like a little slice of it. You're doing all right. All the Star Wars is. He's in all the Star Wars is this guy. <laughs> Nobody else can say they were in all the Star Wars. It's just Anthony Daniels. <laughs> Happy birthday. We love Grab I agree. Uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, former running back in the NFL. Apparently there were some rumors out there that he was uh, selling all his memorabilia. Well, let's hear from the man himself. I want to clarify recent rumors and media reports and a state sale company without my authorization included some of my trophies in the sale, despite clear instructions to leave personal items untouched. I did not authorize the sale of any of my trophies, and I will be taking legal action. Okay. So he's in financial trouble. There's a bit of an estate sale. However, didn't authorize the sale of his MVP or his rookie of the year, which when you start putting those kinds of things on the block, like people must be thinking, ooh, man, he's hurting for Yeah, something not good there. 
Well, you made a hundred million dollars too. How do you? Yeah. I would. I would well, like taxes. To, you know. All right. Taxes you got to pay. Agent fees. That kind right. of thing. All you know these damn streaming services. Streaming. He's yeah. probably got Apple Plus. Apple he wants Plus to watch the Dynasty. Bucks. Yep. You're out ten bucks or uh, or one ham. I've been watching After Party because of. Uh, so I loved the first season, and then I didn't watch the second season because I no longer had Apple, and so it came back out. And one of the guys on there is he refers to uh, ten dollar bills as hams, like you know Hamiltons. So it's to me the funniest joke. He's like, "What if what, what could I get for four hams? Six hams? You get a pocket full of hams? That's great! Wow, <laughs> I so, might yeah. uh, I might have done that. I'm I'm stealing that. So basically, it's one ham a month to get uh, Apple Plus. It's a ham. Yeah, it's kind of it's a I'm ham, out of ham plus. Uh, yep. Gotta say, I know this isn't necessarily the what are we watching segment now, but uh, based on the recommendation of many friends, including one I trust the sense of humor of, I finally, finally started getting into Veep. Oh, Veep's great! Oh, so good. Veep's hilarious. What? Yeah, so good. What yeah. an absolute treasure that show is! It's so good. Spectacular. Yeah. There's so many good side characters. They also kind of add some. They some of them get a little bit better as the show goes on. So yeah, it's no Veep filthy too. Just how it I like is. It. She, Absolutely. Elaine is amazing in that show. Like oh, Julie Louis Dreyfus is maybe I even mean, better. I mean, Elaine was oh, an all-time definitely character. better. You think than, better? I think, yeah. I think she's better as Selena, the president, the the VP. Than it's so quick. You know, the shows they show moves like you. You got to oh, keep up with it. Dialogue is just brutal. Yep. I love it. I do too. For it's one, two, three strikes. You're out at the old grab bag. Uh, according to reports, uh, coach, uh, Eagles coach Nick Sirianni was affected by Big Dom's absence from the <laughs> sidelines. Big, uh, Dom. Big Dom reportedly helped Sirianni keep his emotions in check. Sirianni was involved in numerous arguments with players and coaches during games in his absence. Remember when uh, Big Dom, the uh, security guy there, got uh, he got a little too close and he got tossed out of there. And apparently so, that was one of the an, add another excuse for Nick Sirianni. Oh wait, hold on. So so basically, Big Dom was like, "Hey, take it easy. Hey, hey, yeah, what are we doing? Take it hey, come on, hey, we're, take hey, it easy. Hey, take it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no why. Take it easy. <laughs> hey, take it yeah. easy. Would you? Yeah. Hey, come on, come on, come on, you guys. Hey, the New York Post. <laughs> the New York Post. Eagles ease. Nick Sirianni spiraled out of control after Big Dom DeSandro's suspension. That's the headline. So Sirianni, his two coordinators leave. That, that was a little bit of trouble. But as soon as his head of security was off the sideline with him, that's when things really were a mess. That's the funniest thing yeah. I've read about football in a long time. That's pretty great. Now, so what happens next year? Can we get a, uh, hey, hey, guys. Is he guys back? Or, or was he, what was his suspension? Well, he was banned because he, like, he mixed it up with a player on yeah, Monday yeah, Night Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he got rung up. But for the season or, like, for good? I don't think it don't, was a lifetime ban. I think he could probably apply to be reinstated. He could probably come back. Yeah. Let's see. Wait, he was fined $100,000 and barred from silent for rest of regular season. So, okay. okay. Yikes. It's something. Here's grab bag. I think that'll do it. I think that'll do it for another exciting edition. Wow. You got anything else? What else you got? I think we're all loaded. I think That's we're all uh, loaded up and grabbed out. All right, very good. That's the the most uh, grab bag we can do. You're gonna need a bigger grab bag. All right, we will uh, wrap up the show with our final thoughts. It's the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy here on Weei. 
If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I, wrapping up this Wednesday night. And uh, Fitzy just passed along some intel to me involving the Boston Red Sox. What do you got? All right. Uh, I just got this from our pal, uh, Boston Sports Gordo, part of the Play Tessie podcast and the Odyssey family. According to at Newsbreak app, the Red Sox are now the heavy favorites to sign starting pitcher Jordan Montgomery with one-to-one odds. Now, okay, all right, Rafael Devers says something, and next thing you know? The predominant thinking is among one and many that basically John Henry is now once again being wallet-bullied. Uh, that, you know, because yeah. of the negative feedback the team has gotten thus far. And then if Montgomery goes out and sucks, he's going to be like, listen to what you did. So Montgomery, like you shouldn't have to pay top dollar. It's why he's still available because apparently that's what they're at. That's what he's asking for. Nobody's budging on it. Some of the reports are the Rangers who just had him aren't even in, like aren't even talking to him. Like I think because he's a Boris guy and Boris right. always shoots the moon and it's he's going often, for the most. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure Jordan Montgomery just as a player is like it's February 21st. I probably need to be in a camp soon. Like I need. I would like to show up and start the season. And they're like, no, no, no. You can get two hundred million. It's like he's not a two hundred million dollar pitcher. He's barely a hundred million dollar pitcher. Correct, and that's why this is one of those weird ones where the team needs pitching. Devers is begging for pitching, and then if Henry says fine, just give him whatever he wants, it's a bad move, <laughs> right? It's like we're we're trapped in this weird spot where yeah. yes, Jordan Montgomery would help the team. He's not an ace. He's not a Cy Young contender. But he'd be uh, definitely one of their three best starting pitchers. Maybe one of the maybe their best, maybe their second best starting pitcher. So you'd help the team. But are you just going to th- throw him a bad contract? You just finally get rid of the bad Chris Sale contract. Or at least, I mean, you're paying some of it. They're doing business the wrong way. Yeah, that I mean, is. You should have pursued him. You should have made him a priority earlier if you knew that he was one of the guys you were going to target. To just get like bullied into a corner and give the the greediest gas bag mm-hmm. and all of sports agency and management scott boris what he wants now to come to him and play his game because he's got everybody now all the guys that haven't signed right there it's snell montgomery uh, uh what's it bellinger and one other guy that none of them have signed and they're all boris clients. is chapman is it, is it matt chapman Matt chapman yeah so all those guys so yeah those are the top free agents that are left i'll take them all that's fine Add <laughs> them all go nuts now all of a sudden the red sox are right back in it but, yeah, that's a weird spot. I would take Montgomery. It's not like a big splash. It's not like, oh, you won the offseason. It makes the team better, and that really is the most important thing. But this was an offseason that I thought they needed a little bit more star power, a little bit more like attention-grabbing type mm-hmm. talent. He's not that. Like, he would have been a nice addition at the trade deadline last year if you brought him in, you're two games out, maybe he kind of pushes you over the over the top. Maybe he's a couple games different down the down the stretch and you get into the playoffs. That wasn't the case. Texas went with that. And, uh, again, like, he's solid. Career 3.68 ERA. But, you know, less strikeouts than innings pitched for his career. It's somewhat close, but it's still it's less. 
Uh, so he needs good defense behind him. What if I don't? They don't have, have very no, good they don't, defense. They don't have that. They don't have that at all. Okay. All right. Two questions then. Number yep. one. Okay. What does adding Jordan Montgomery do to the starting rotation vis-a-vis, like, where does he slide in? Is he, like, your number two, and who does that possibly bump out? And what would that do to your expectations of the team? No, I think he's kind of your number one. Yo, is he really? Well, if you got Montgomery, wouldn't he, wouldn't you put him one, Bayo two, Giolito three, Pavetta four, and one of those guys that probably should be in the bullpen five? I've heard talk of Pavetta being one. Yeah. I've heard of Bayo being one. I can't imagine. Mon- Jordan Montgomery is not number one starter material. I mean, <laughs> based then on what he did last year. you're putting him in a position year, to look worse. Yeah, yes, but based on what, what he did last year, he might be kind of close. Like, looking at the starting pitchers on the team, all these other guys, uh, like Cutter Crawford, Garrett Whitlock, Tanner Houck, are all probably better off as relievers. Yep. So, I mean, Giolito, Bayo, and Montgomery, I guess in some order, I'd, I guess I'd have Pavetta fourth and then i would take any of those other guys and, and say all right you're starting everybody else go in the pen but yeah, isn't that funny pivet is so interesting because yeah he may be the best starter one week or for two weeks or even a month and then he is just garbage oh yeah terrible and then he ended up being great in the pen and it was sort of like uh it was weird. It was like bullpen after an opener situation where an opener would go out there, get three outs, and then Pavetta would come in and pitch like six. And you're like, wait, why couldn't he just do that as a starter? And then they eventually did do that. And you remember he would warm up. Well, obviously he'd warm up from the pen, but he would stay out in the bullpen and then he would run in to start games from the pen. Not from. Yeah, didn't wait? Didn't he also strike out fourteen in appearance last year? That sounds right. Yeah, in like in a relief appearance, right? Yeah, in like six yeah. innings, like he just yeah. came in and just was untouchable. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's got stuff. It was just a matter of like consistency because he's been uh, up and down in his career, a lot of downs, really. So yeah, that's what they're looking at. I also wonder if some of these betting odd places are maybe trying to react, being like, "Well, the Red Sox still need. They still need a lot of help." Rafael Devers just called out the ownership in front of everybody. And maybe there's just no other nibbles on Montgomery. There hasn't been to this point. It's been crickets with Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, second closest is the Angels at four to one, and the Angels are just a yeah di- a disaster this year. Like they shouldn't waste a dime. No, they shouldn't spend an extra dollar. They should have a total reset fire sale. Yep. And begin the rebuild that oh. they should have started last summer. They really they should trade Trout. That's what they should do. Take him. They should take. I uh, would take him as well. That would that would boost things up a little bit. All right, that'll do it. Fitzy, a, uh, a good pleasure as always. We'll talk to you on Monday. Looking forward to it again. Very good, Stiz. Good, good stuff. And uh, Andy Hart will be in tomorrow. So everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday night. And Hart, myself, and Stiz will talk to you at 6.